Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we talk about the injuries of the New York Yankees and how that factors in with the rest of the MLB. And we also talk about the incident between Josh Donaldson and Tim Anderson, and we give our thoughts about the Jackie comment. And we also talk about the NBA Conference Finals between Dallas and Golden State and Boston and Miami, which teams will make it into the NBA Finals. And we also talk about Colin Kaepernick trying out for the Las Vegas Raiders. My co-host, Nice and Smooth, join me on Guys Talking Sports, and that begins right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. We appreciate all the love, support out there. We have a lot to get talk, to talk about. Um, we have so much to talk about in this world of sports. But without further ado, let me introduce my co-host with me, nice and smooth. So what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? It is a Thursday night before holidays, and I'm drinking some vino. <laughs> Dude. I'm on vacation. I'm on staycation. I'm chilling. So, so where is the yak at? <laughs> Do you realize I left my and 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 and, 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 the, and the smoker will be sparked. Come sad. <laughs> Very good. I left my water upstairs. So, <laughs> but before we, yeah, no, before we get started, we do. Um, have to sit and reflect on the lives that are lost, that were lost um, in Texas these past couple of days. Um, first off, prayers and condolences go out to all the family members that lost their loved ones, their children, their their, their wives, their, the people out there that lost their loved, lost lives. Um, we want to say that we are praying for the families out there, and we encourage that, and we know that, quite frankly, that. There is nothing um, that that can comprehend the acts, the senseless acts of violence that happened, of gun violence that happened. And we just want to let the people out there know that we are praying for you. And we know that God is a provider and a healer. And he will be able to, he's going to see them through it. And we just have to continue to pray for these families. And while we're praying, we also have to acknowledge the fact that we have to do something to stop this senseless gun violence. And we hope that people nowadays now take heed to this because there should not be another senseless killing. Um, so with that, without further ado, let's get started and talk about what's going on in the world of sports. Uh, and what better way to start um, than the injury play Yankees. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know that, and, and quite frankly, Smooth was spot on when he said right on cue. Um, because right now the, the Yankees are just plagued with injuries. So I'm going to let the resident Yankee um, aficionado um, talk about his team and um, what it means now going forward for the Yankees and, quite frankly, all of MLB um, at this stage. Well, I'm, it just is what it is. Uh, it's just this time around the Yankees just so happen to be one of the hottest – Sorry, strike that. The Yankees just so happen to be the, the hottest team. One of, one of, one of. Sorry. Dodgers is right now one of the hottest teams as well. 
Yeah, but they ain't got the best record in baseball. The Yankees do, and they still do. And they just whipped up on Tampa Bay. And it's true. No, they're saying the Dodgers won eight of the eight of their last ten games. But they ain't got the best record in baseball. <laughs> but they one game behind. I'm not, they, 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 they just might. <laughs> they one game behind. I'm just, I'm hey, just saying. Look, man, look, they might win tonight, and they still gonna be one game behind because the Yankees won tonight. So it's all good, you know what I'm saying? But yes, Yankees are a walking injury box right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep messing with you. I'm sorry. Continue. That's right. But you know what? We just went out there and signed Matt Copper. I don't know where the hell what Rocky was under. <laughs> <laughs> we just went ahead and signed him. <laughs> he's a 10 time All Star. Well, he's been in the league for 10 years. He's a multi year All Star with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals back in the day. And what are the Yankees good for? The Yankees are good for bringing in some old old stars past their prime and just kicking the tires for them to see what's good. Um, so, thankfully, we lost a couple relievers in the bullpen that got hurt, that are hurting right now, which are key. That's the, yeah, that's the, that, that's the pain point right there. Right, right. So, hopefully – we got some young gunners in the system that could come up and kind of stabilize us until we get our our, our folks back in the bullpen back right. And then uh, this, we could only hope and pray that our starting rotation stays somewhat solid until we can kind of, you know, get everything back to normal. But, you know, you can't be hot all the time. I mean, the Yankees were red hot. And True. Baltimore came in and, and, and they dropped a couple of L's. But for whatever reason – and I just heard this on the radio just the other day. The Yankees only lost two series all season. One of them just so happened to be the, uh, to the Orioles. The other one to the Chicago White Sox. So I don't know if they're playing down to their competition or because, you know, the, the Orioles are not. I'm probably sure the Orioles are back in last place now that the, uh, that the Red Sox are starting to play a little bit better. Yeah. But um, Orioles is last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Yankees are probably just playing down to the competition like, you know, they're in last place. We ain't tripping about them. But those are the teams that you got to watch out for when it comes down to later in the season. Because if you ain't beating them now, they're going to sit there and continue to whoop your ass as you get further into the system, into the season. So, bottom line is, am I concerned? I'm happy it's happening in late May, then say August, when it really matters. So, hopefully, we can cut down injuries, get them all out now. So, come late June, early July, we can get back to full strength and try to run the table. But I can't complain about what's going on. They still got the best record in baseball. They're still handling business. They just dismantled Tampa Bay in the first game of this four-game series. So we're just going to hope that, you know, they can continue continue success. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to joke, but, you know, but I did kind of mean to joke about it. The, the Yankees, <laughs> they, they, I mean, you look at it, it's like, like you said, it's a laundry list. I mean, Zach Britton, 60-day IL. Aaron Hicks, day-to-day. The Mayhew, day-to-day. John Carlos Stanton, 10-day. Uh, Josh Donaldson. He they're suspended. saying he's out. He was suspended. And I think <laughs> about, and I think the Yankees are doing some other internal. We're going to sit you for another day or two just so you can get this whole thing straightened out. Yeah. Yeah. He's not out, out, but he 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 just got told to sit down, you know, and time out for a while. Al, I want you to go ahead and speak your piece, but can we talk on that Donaldson 
uh, Tim Anderson situation here for just a hot minute. I mean, are you guys familiar with what was going on with that? Yes. Yes. Okay. We might as well continue. I mean, well, I don't know if you had anything to pile on with the injuries and this mocking the Yankees, whatever. I just wanted to. <laughs> oh, let well, I me. Mean, well, oh, unless I forget, um, Chapman, fifteen day. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and I forgot somebody else in there, Jonathan. And I can't even pronounce his last name. Relief pitcher, fifteen day. <laughs> let me tell you something. If the cat that is doing the relieving right now, the closer, it continues because I said. I actually sat there and watched the Yankee game last night because you know mm-hmm. they're playing the Orioles, so I was able to get the game. And that boy's electric throwing like high 90s and was mowing them down. If he continues to do what he does, I guarantee you that if Chapman continues to go down this route and this doesn't uh, doesn't perform, the Yankees will get rid of his ass in a heartbeat. Those he'll tra- they'll trade him away. Because he, I mean, Chapman is who we are, who we believe that he is. He's He's electrifying. He'll throw that three, you know, the 100, 101 mile power, you know, fastball. But in the same breath, you'll sit there with a with a two run lead going into the knife, and you got to hold your breath because you don't know if he's going to give up the lead. He, you know, so let, let let Chapman sit on the bench for a little while. Let this other young cat come ahead and just handle business. But right um, on hot. exactly. But. Let's take an opportunity to discuss this Donaldson, Tim Anderson situation. And for those who don't know, um, Donaldson, maybe about a week or two ago, made a comment to Tim Anderson when they were playing in Chicago and called him Jackie in reference to Jackie Robinson. And Tim Donaldson, uh, felt disrespected or felt insulted by it, by Donaldson coming out. And for those who don't also know that, don't watch baseball, Donaldson is white, obviously. Tim Anderson is, is black, and he was saying Jackie Robinson. And Donaldson, after a game that they played in Chicago, they had like a, you know, benches clearing type of altercation, no brawl, no, no nothing was fired, but there was a lot of bad blood between the teams. Donaldson just came out and said, you know, he respects Tim Anderson, but they had this kind of ongoing thing where Anderson considered himself to be the next Jackie Robinson coming into the league, and he's going to take the league over by storm, blah, 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 blah. So fast forward, this happens. Me personally, Uh as a black man, and I have a white player sitting there calling me Jackie, and they claim that they have some sort of ongoing thing for a couple of years or a running joke or whatever that they have going on about Tim Anderson saying that he's coming in to be the new Jackie Robinson. What's the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that a sign of disrespect? Is that a sign of racism? I think personally, I think Tim Anderson is blowing this way out of proportion. And I really just think that he was pissed that Donaldson was trying to push him out the way or doing whatever to, to, just to gain some part, some sort of competitive edge when Donaldson was running the base and trying to get back to third base. But please, I know Anderson come back and said that, you know, no, they don't have this whatever going on. But I don't, I don't see a reason why Donaldson would get in front of the cameras with not being provoked by the front office, GM, ownership, or saying that you need to go out here and speak on the situation 
just clear the air up front. He has no benefit from doing that. So I just don't understand why Tim Anderson is so damn pissed. If you're referring to Jackie Robinson, dude, that's high praise. If you want to emulate Jackie or you want to be the next Jackie, that's high praise. Take that. So I, I fellas, I, I just don't understand. What do you, what is your take on the situation? Uh, I mean, I guess you know it's starting to turn into a, 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 a he said he said or who or who do you believe? Um, you know, Donaldson came out like you said he came out. You know, wasn't the day after? Wasn't a press release? No tweet? No nothing like that? He stood right up in front of the cameras, took it all, and explained the history behind it. Um, and said that he was just joking with Tim Anderson based on a radio, or a, I think a radio interview or something that he said where he referred to him, like you said, he referred to himself as the next Jackie Robinson. And, you know, Donaldson said that they joked about it prior and he said he was cool with it. Now Tim Anderson saying that never happened or he wasn't cool with it, but if even if you take that portion out of out of the context and you guys had a scuffle or something happened and he jokes with you and says you know you know good job jackie is that the is that the the, the light the flashpoint to say i think that's racist or or not it's to me i'm with you i we we have to be very careful when you when you throw that out there about somebody that you better make sure that it actually is something that is because if you do say something that's you think someone is racist and it's really not then it's almost like you're crying wolf and you kind of devalue you know what it is because everybody's going to say well you think everything is racist we don't believe anything you're saying but if you're going to call somebody that then you have to be very to me very careful and very clear and very sure who you're um what's what I'm looking for who who you're saying or or, or you're you know is insinuating stuff like that to you so for me <sighs> I and to me personally I don't think it's enough where I would have really flipped out I mean we, you know too many people have too much thin skin or they want to People want to make everything racist when it's always not racist, exactly. and um, and you want to call it where you see it, but don't call everything some one thing when it's really not. Because when something really is, some people may not believe you because you're always pulling out quote unquote the race card, and everything might not be in that realm of what you know you would consider racist or what I what I consider racist or would you Al or would you A. So to me, this one, I'm like. Stupid. Something don't something don't smell right. I'm not gonna say I believe one person, you know, over the other, but I think in all this, there's a lot of truth, you know, blended in there, and I don't think it is exactly what it might be. If that makes any sense, I think personally, I think they need to sit down and have a beer and hash this out. Because it's it, it, in my opinion, it's foolishness. Because if you were to come out to me and call me Jackie Robinson, okay, Jackie, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna show you Jackie here in a minute. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm about to steal home, or 
when I come up to the plate next time, I'm going to do whatever it is I need to do. And I'm going to show you, yeah, I am Jackie. So what, what you going to say now? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would take that as a motivation boost. Like, are you recognizing greatness within me? You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's so many little things nowadays are just ticking people off. It's like, it's, it's, it's hard to even have a conversation sometimes because if you say the wrong thing and you don't even mean what you're saying in that connotation, you're going to be labeled X, Y, Z. I'm like, dude, relax. Damn. Okay. Would you rather him call you some sort of, uh, I don't know, a black Klansman or some shit like that? Or, or something that was really, really grotesque that would really piss you off? Like, sit down, relax. He, that's almost like a damn compliment. You don't throw that Jackie Robinson type of thing out there to anybody lightly. Like, if you're going to sit there and compare somebody to be Jackie Robinson, you got to be a pretty damn good player. And then Tim Anderson shows that he's a damn good player later on in the season, in the series. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just chill out, dude. I mean, I'm a nobody. You ain't going to sit here and hear this podcast. And if, and if you did, if you do, wow, kudos to us. But um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But come on, guy. Like, you're representing us. Hello, this is called as it is. MLB represents 7% of African Americans. You can't be so thin skinned about a comment like that. You know, it's just, it's, it's worse things that you could be pretty much be, you'd be called than Jackie, Jackie in a situation. Just, just my opinion. All right, Brooklyn. <laughs> nah, um, I think this is just, I'm not, I think this whole thing was just mismanaged, blown out of proportion to an extent. But I will say in his defense, um, you're right. So many people, some people are very thick skinned about it. Um, from what I was hearing, um, it, it only, from what I was told or what I was, what I heard or However, it was said it was said that you know he wasn't in that you know circle to be calling him um, Jackie to begin with, um, and I'm not saying I don't know I don't know. My thing is is that like you said, everybody is not as tough skin. Um, we may we may may not take it to heart uh, for whatever reason. It seems he took it to heart. Um, I think that I agree with you. I think they really do need to sit down and have a conversation. Um, whether or not that's going to happen is very, I, I don't think so. But I think that overall that a, com a conversation is need to be made because whatever, if he's taking stuff like that and blowing it to the where it gotten um, for someone as, like you said, for terms used as Jackie and, you know, is no one else seems to deem it as bad, but obviously he does. Um, then there must be a reasoning behind it. And whatever that reason is, I'm not defending him. Whatever that reason is, he needs to make it be known so that people know going forward or have an understanding. Or whatever that blow, for whatever reason, he got to the point where he was calling out saying this is racist, he needs to explain it. And I think that should open up that dialogue. Without the explanation, everybody, like you said, Ace, it's just going to get to that point where he's going to be labeled as the person that calls everything racist. So I think he needs to be more clear and direct and, and explain why he why he felt that way. And I think that should just open up the dialogue altogether. Um, and like you said, I may not take it to heart, 
but obviously it was to the point where he took it to heart, um, where obviously there was a, a bench clearing um, altercation. So I think that it needs to be better explained, um, the reasoning behind it. That's how I, 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 I really see it. If he explained it, it would probably be better understood. So going forward, that if a situation like that, people will know how he feels going forward. That's how I see about it. Yeah, and, and to me, from from when I when I heard about it and saw, and you know, both of their you know responses back and forth, from my conclusion, you know, was it he being racist or was he just kind of you know giving you, you know, a jab where you go on a radio station and you talk about yeah I'm the next Jackie and then you get out there and you play you you mess up and someone says all right, good job Jackie like they're kind of you know you know, giving it to you, like if someone comes out like, yeah, I'm the next LeBron, and then you go up there and you get dunked on. Yeah, good job, LeBron. Do I, think about it. Do, do, do I, do what, what, what I consider that as, as racist, me personally? No, but like you said, he's saying one thing happened, you know, the guy's saying it didn't happen that way. You know, I'm a little bit more, you know, thicker skinned, but like I said, I just, when you throw that out there, just make sure that, you know, you know, it's it, it warrants that, you know, the infraction is serious enough to warrant that, you know, response. And if not, then you better explain yourself. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Like, and you're right. If if it was warranted or whatever the case may be, that's one thing. But if it wasn't warranted, then you need to explain yourself why you felt that way so that everyone can have a better understanding of how you feel going forward. So maybe next time people may be, you know, get a better understanding because it's not just him. Your team is fighting for you. So if your team is fighting for you and if I'm on your team, I need to know, like, what am I fighting for? And if I don't know what I'm fighting for and you start in bench clearing brawls or getting in your feelings, it's going to be a problem with the team chemistry down the road. And it's not going to help your team at all. So it's best if they don't understand, I should say. And that's where I'm coming from. You, you, it needs to be explained. If your teammates know the reasoning and you explain it to them and everything is all squashed for your teammates, that's all well and good because that's really the only people that you really have to explain your actions to is to that team. Well, let, let me ask you this question. Think about those jokers that ain't got no time on their hands and they're the one that's surfing the net trying to find any and everything that's bad about you or negative about you to post that. This has been going on now for 10 days, probably, around that time. Mm -hmm. If Donaldson was or is what he claims that he's, he is, that Anderson is saying that he is, that this is a racist comment or whatever, whatever, don't you think somebody would have found something online or on the internet? Because that's what they do. There's people out there that just do that shit. But, well, Donaldson is not really like the best example in regards to but that's not true because john donaldson is a star donaldson was a star before he got no, the no no well I'm, I'm not saying that i'm in regards to the i guess you're the teammate from what i'm hearing the, the the chemistry when it comes to or how can i put this like oh, he's, he's a he's a hard person to get along with exactly that's okay. where so if his reputation is not at that you know, upstanding. And I'm not saying that it automatically makes him like that. I'm just saying if his reputation is not as good as people say it is, mm -hmm. then, you know, some people will have mixed feelings in regards to that because they actually believe that he may have said it. 
That's where I'm coming from. Oh, I agree with you. But in the same sense, that won't stop a brother from being this being stupid. You know what I'm saying? He's he's part of this social media area. You know what I'm saying? Like if he was 17, 18 years old, that was probably only 10 years, maybe 11 years ago for him. They would dig some crap up that he was this type of person, just like Nestor Cortez. Mm-hmm. Nestor Cortez, they dug himself, you know, he was saying some explicit rap lyrics and somebody tried to try to uh do something with him on that. And he was just like, dude, I was just young and I was just mimicking hip hop lyrics. And he had to come out and sit there and apologize for the shit. And then obviously he went ahead and deleted all the social media too. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there are jokers out there with nothing but time on their hand. I, I don't even know. You, you just got to be a real ignorant, non-life having SOB. If all you want to do is sit there and dig up tweets, old tweets, and old social media posts from people. But that's what they <laughs> But that's what they, that's welcome to I, social media. Right. <laughs> so my whole thing is if he was that type of a dude, nobody just comes out one day and decides, you know what, I'm going to be racist today. <laughs> that's a learned activity. Ain't nobody coming. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We may joke about some crap. <laughs> wait. wait. So you trying, you trying to tell me that that type of behavior is not learned? <laughs> no, but I, I get what you're saying. It may it may be learned, but just because it's learned um, doesn't mean that. I mean, people they, there's people who has always been in that particular, um, let's say, deemed or thought about it or have racial thoughts, and yet it may just be one spark or one day where they just blasted on social media. So, it, social media alone doesn't you know just because they just put it out now doesn't mean that now they are just racist. They've been racist all this time, but now they're just putting that media, putting it out on media just to begin with. But like you said, it, it's been learned. So if they've been racist all their lives, it's just a matter of just when it's going to be shown. It's not a matter of whether or not they're not racist. It's just whether or not it's going to be put out to light. Right. And to, to all the folks out there, I'm not just saying this is a black or white thing. This could be a black person being racist to, to somebody else. This ain't got shit to do with color. This is just straight up just somebody being racist from one race to another. So let's just put it out there. It just so happens that Donaldson is white, Anderson is black. But don't get it twisted. We're not sitting here trying to put a, a black or white sort of thing on it, you know, because there's black people out there that don't hate, that can't stand Middle Eastern people. Racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So please don't get it twisted. Nah, yeah, nah, and to be honest, this should never be in that position to begin with. The focus should be on what we're doing to make a, bring a compromise together, not where we're always hating on each other, no matter what race, what color, religion, no matter what, we should be all in a position to to be come together. And that's where the, 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 the part of things are. That's why the compromise should be in place or a better understanding, a better communication between the two. Because quite frankly, if you do that, that's what starts off the conversation. But in sports, unfortunately, if you're trying, you're, 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 you're the only goal is to win. So by all means, if it means calling somebody something or whatever the case may be to get under that person's skin, you're going to do it. That's just part of the, the sports nature. Um, every person that's going to do that, that plays opposition to you, is going to try and figure out a way to get under your skin no matter what. And you have to be thick-skinned, like you guys said. 
And if you're not thick skinned and somebody does get under you, then that's half the battle. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Yeah, we just all need to just we all just get along and just talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The problem is that none of us, I mean, a lot of people don't want to talk. That's the problem. Yeah, just, can we just sit down and have a beer? Mm-hmm. Baseball players love beer. Just have a beer. <laughs> or your or your beverage of choice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um I I, I mean I, unless you have any other comments that you guys want to make, opinions about it. Just just have a conversation, guys. That's yeah. it. I, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, at least come together, some type of compromise. Um, so right now, let's move on to the NBA uh, playoffs. I know majority of everybody doesn't want to, you know, really talk about it right now until the finals <laughs> is set. Um, right now, Golden State is leading Dallas 69-52 at halftime. Um, Golden State is up three games to one. Um, Boston won their game last night, and they're up three games to two. So um, if the cards play right, you will see a potential Golden State-Boston finals. Um, so let me get your thoughts overall on these last these conference finals. Um, what are your takes and um, what are your thoughts on that? They've been um... – Ask- I'm gonna say it. That's the, not the word I'm looking for. More um, garbage. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I know. I know. I know. It's 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 no excitement. It's no suspense. If if you're saying it's all non-drama, like you get with the Boston and the Miami, he knows. With the Boston and the Miami series, it's like one team gets blown out, next game another team gets blown out, next game another team gets blown out. It's like what? The, where, where's the competitiveness? And then you get Jimmy Butler that has inflamed knee. You get you know Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, who for whatever reason before he had his injury was just acting like he couldn't play basketball in the series for whatever reason. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown was turning the ball over at the last two and a half games like crazy. And it's it's injuries here and there. PJ Tucker's you know a little bit banged up, and it's just you know it's just been just ugh. <laughs> and the Golden State series, you know, I was you know I was kind of hoping that maybe Dallas might make make a better go of it. Um, you know, do I do I believe they can? Do I believe they can replicate and win four games in a row? No, um, but. You know, I mean, hey, maybe they can squeeze out number two. And if they win tonight, it goes back to Dallas and make things a little bit more interesting. But (sighs) if the cards play out, these Western Conference Finals has been no no drama, no no suspense, no mm, good series. It's been very just one-sided on one series and depending on which game, you know, flip-flops on the other. So it's... Hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Um, not good. You know, you know so I don't know. Uh, 
Would a real Miami Heat stand up? Probably not. I think I think Boston is going to go ahead and just take care of the series, close it out, just put Miami out of their misery. And then um, Golden State probably take care of business tonight, so we can go ahead and start the, the conference final, uh, the NBA championship come Tuesday or Wednesday. And Tuesday, uh, Tuesday? okay. And, whatever uh, the second, yeah, June second, whatever that date that is. Okay. And let's just go ahead and see if Golden State has just been fortunate due to teams being knocked out earlier than what they were supposed to be knocked out, or is Golden State for real? And then we'll see if Boston is really legitimately that team because Covington is the, the center for uh, Boston, right? Is that his name? The, the, the big man that was hurt, but he's coming in and this man in the paint is blocking over him and Hart, him and Hartford. Williams. Huh? Williams. Williams? That's right. We'll see how effective Williams and Harford is and Horford is containing Golden State in their jump shot mentality type of offense. Will that neutralize? Will that take Williams out the game and they have to go more small ball? And then is Golden State more has a competitive advantage against Boston? You know, let's let's just Let's get down to the degree. Let's just go ahead and get Golden State and Boston up here, and let's just see if Boston is for real or is Golden State for real. Because bottom line is these series are just just trash. I mean, I would love to have seen a Dallas Heat matchup get a get a little rematch from some years ago, but <laughs> it it just ain't happening. It just ain't happening. I would love to see Luca make it, and I think Luca will if he gets another star. I don't know if Hardaway is the difference. Him being injured would have made much of a difference in this series or not. I don't know. But obviously, Luka doesn't have – not taking anything away from Brunson um, and not taking anything away from um, – Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. And Dinwiddie's been balling, at least some games. Some games. Some games more than other. But for the most part um, – they need, he needs a, a, a solid number two guy. He needs somebody. If Luca's going to put up 40, he needs a dude that's going to give him 26 along with his 40 and just let the rest of the team go ahead and do what they do. Well, they and thought go- they had their two, but they, but Porzingis and, uh, <laughs> Porzingis and Luca, for whatever reason, just wasn't meshing. <laughs> Porzingis just wouldn't stay healthy, man. And that's that the bottom line. I, and I wish Porzingis well. I hope Porzingis plays really well in, in Washington because he he is a star. He's a, he's a stud when he's healthy. He could do a lot of great things. But you know, if why if if Dallas can go out there in the free agency and really go ahead and grab somebody, watch out. You know, because they're going to be back next year. Ooh, Zach Levine might be looking for a new home. But is he a number? But I don't two? know if he's a two. He's he's like a number three. But if you got a whole bunch of number twos. I mean, uh, excuse me. Let me phrase that. If you have a whole bunch of "quote unquote" number threes, couldn't that just like gel into a number two? <laughs> he's a number two. Bonafide number two. I think he's a number two, without question. Because, well, why would he want to leave Chicago? Because right now they're not. I, I think it's because of salary reasons. Um, to be honest, it's weird because. He's with he's he's their really their number one option. I mean, I know tomorrow DeRozan is there, but quite frankly, he was their their number one option at the beginning of the season. So 
I don't know, understand why he would want to leave right. at this stage. But if they don't pay him, I'm assuming it's because of salary. Um, and, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chicago was like number one in the East for the longest correct. before Miami came over and take over, right? Correct, correct. Um, real quick, but getting back to the Dallas thing, they need somebody big. They don't need another wing, another guard. They majority of their stars is guard. They need a big man that could can give them consistent twenty points and at least ten rebounds. They don't have nobody there that can solidly give them the rebounding that they need. They're a small team. And as if he, you know, to be honest, I don't know how everything is because there's so many, so much talks about so much stuff that's going on. People want out at this point. Aiden. Um, Russell Westbrook. Um, up here, people are blowing up Brooklyn already because um, they're not willing to sign Kyrie to a max contract or some joint. And now KD, I don't blame him. KD is not happy, and he may want out. It's a lot of stuff that's going on, which is all talk, all noise. Um, when it comes to NBA free agency, we'll see how that plays out. But getting back to Dallas, I just really think that they just need a big, a real solid big, um, to help Luca. If they have somebody that can consistently provide the defense and rebounding and scoring, I think that they'll be much better off. Is so, Aiden is is Aiden up for? He's not an unrestricted free agent coming up this year. I he? believe he's a restricted or unrestricted free agent coming up because <laughs> he didn't sign. He didn't sign. They didn't sign him to an extension. Right. Yeah, they didn't sign him to that extension. So he's going to be a, a free agent coming up. Ooh. So, so, so why don't they just give up Boban? Get Aiton and a draft pick. Well, you know, if he's a free agent, then they ain't to worry about this. Just drop Boban. Boban. To be honest, I, can't, I can't see. I, I can't see Chris Paul letting Aiton go. I cannot see Chris Paul letting Aiton go, uh, unless he has more of a camaraderie with um, Javale McGee. But I can't see that either. Oh Lord, Javale McGee, he's still in the league. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point. <laughs> That is he kind of he he got himself two uh two two rings. I mean he's not a bad joint. He's not a bad center. He's just horrible in Washington. He just he's a clown. <laughs> he matured. I'll put it like that. Yeah, he matured. So I can't knock that. Um, real quick. Um, before we get out of here, <laughs> um, of course we gotta talk about Colin Kaepernick and his workout with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, um, which deems as though that he is really trying to be serious to come back into the NFL. So let me get your guys' thoughts on Colin Kaepernick's first workout with the NFL team since he was ex- exiled. i uh, put that in quotation marks. Um, and actually practicing with the NFL team. Long overdue, but I mean, he hurt himself along the way with that one time when they, the NFL really set something up for him and he decided like, nah, I ain't doing it here and I'm gonna do it over here and blah, blah, blah. So he kind of he kind of screwed himself. But obviously he, you have to look at him no different than you looked at Michael Vick after he got out of prison. Like he just needs an opportunity to shot. And Kaepernick bodies is good, it's healthy. You know, as long as he's been working out, he hasn't he hasn't taken any hits. And he's still relatively young in the quarterback age if you're going to sit there and put him up against a, a Tom Brady who's 44 at this point. You know what I'm saying? So he could still technically give you – and I don't think – I think Kaepernick's only like 33, 33, 34, somewhere around there. 
if not, if that old, I, I'm not 100% sure, but um, he can still technically give you five, six solid years as long as he stays healthy and his arm is still lively. He's 34. 34. Yeah, he can give you he can give you four or five years. You know, get the man a, a a minimum a minimum salary. You know, maybe a two year, two million dollar contract or whatever. He ain't gonna turn it down. And if if David Carr gets hurt, he might catch lightning in the bottle, just like Vic did when he was in in Philly when he came back. True. He ain't hurt. And he did yeah. say that he, he would rather be a backup. Uh, he he don't mind being a backup quarterback too. So. Yeah, with Jays. I mean, I guess the, the the big thing is, you know, we all said, you know, you know, he deserves he deserved a shot. He deserved a a legit shot, not a come in, talk to you, how you doing? Are you going to kneel anymore? You know, not even what the NFL did, and then at you know the eleventh hour, they want him to sign a contract and not talk about anything, and then which precipitated him saying, "Nah, I'm gonna do it elsewhere." But just give it a legit chance, and I'm glad that. The team, you know, Raiders, you know, you know, did it. You bring him in, you give him a workout. If you think he has, you know, might have the goods, bring him in the camp. If, you know, he has been out five years and that's, it's for more than five years. So that's a long time to be out of football. Um, You know, your body might be in, you know, you know, you know, tip top performance shape, but you haven't taken any hits. You know, you haven't really been, you know, in the game where bullets are flying, but. I'm happy the Raiders gave him a legit shot. If, if they're going to bring him to camp and what happens, what happens, you know, if he's good enough, you know, you know, to get on, sign him as a second or third draft, if not. And I think that's what, you know, at least him and a lot of people is just give him a legit chance without any strings attached. Right. Like you said, when Mike Vick came out, you know, nobody wanted to touch him with a 10 foot pole. Philadelphia gave him, you know, a, a legit chance with no strings attached, and it worked out pretty darn good for him. And all of them damn Eagles fans that were Peter lovers and doing all this type of crap when he was leading them to the playoffs, they forgot all about that dog dog fight. Loving him, loving him. They still love him right now. Exactly. Hmm. So you win football games. Everybody forgets about the fact that he did what he did, regardless if it was in bad taste or it was in, in good intention or not. So, and if anything else, those who are pro Kaepernick, well, the Raiders are sell tickets just to, for damn preseason games. The the media, ESPN, everybody will sit there and play their games because they want to see what the heck Kaepernick can do. So that's more generated revenue for the organization. So I don't, I don't, if they're just looking at it from a dollar and cent sort of thing, I don't understand why this took so long. Look, if you can, if you can, if, if you can legit play, you can get out on the field. You can contribute to some wins, winning and playing and playing good. Clears up, clears the air, and resolves a lot of problems. It resolves a lot of problems with Mike Vick. It resolve is it may resolve a lot of problems with Colin Kaepernick. We're not even going to get on the situation in Cleveland because that's 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 for another day. Regardless of what happened with this stuff on H- HBO, and comes out on, on the field and plays, that stuff would be not 100% forgotten, but it'll be far enough in the rearview mirror where you won't hear a lot of talk about it. <coughs> Great party. <laughs> that is true. 
Especially that with the true. especially with the situation with Cleveland. Because <laughs> that's gonna have more talk no matter what. Um so well, what's worse? Get... The Cleveland situation or Greg Hardy? That's a that's, it's a push. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is no matter what happens, Raiders ain't gonna be I mean, Raiders, if they were to do it, the Raiders would this will be rear view type of stuff in comparison. So the opportunity for them, if they choose to, would be now because they won't have that much backlash um, because the focus would be solely on Cleveland. Um, to be honest, if, if, if I mean, if done right, um, like you said, it'll be a lot of pro Kaepernick fans that is going to support, which will only drive revenue for the Raiders. So I think mm-hmm. it's something that they may have to really consider Especially, but it all depends on how well he performs. If he doesn't perform up to par, at least by um, second or third string status, then you could say we at least gave him an opportunity and it didn't work out. So it's a win-win situation for the Raiders. It's just up to Colin Kaepernick now to see to perform to the level that he can make the actual team. So the better the performance, the higher the tolerance for. Any and everything. Yeah, that's all and, you can ask for. And if he does make the team, you know his first game is going to be must-see TV. And that's a preseason game. Yeah. I'm about to you say, because he ain't going to start. But oh, no, no, no. They, they already told Carr that, you know, just because they brought him in, it's still Carr's. I mean, Carr's still the starter. So it doesn't matter. Um, well, shit, yeah. they just signed to it. They just gave a nice little shiny extension. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's they just- had to- they had to reassure him, like, yo, don't matter what he does, you're still our starting quarterback. I don't think I don't think David Carr has anything to worry about as long as he don't get hurt. Nah. Yeah, he no, ain't got nothing to worry about. Kaepernick, you know, he probably looking at it as a publicity stunt. Maybe so. But if you get hurt, dude, and Kaepernick is your backup, and he balls out. Mm, hmm. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Everything is provided. All the players, everything that they done off season was provided for David. I mean, for, was provided for Carl. So even if Colin Kaepernick came in and ball out, I don't think that the Raiders will give the reins completely over to him ever. I think Carl is going to be set up for the next couple of years, no matter what Colin Kaepernick does. But you, but you have to, but you forget one thing. Kaepernick's wheels. That's no, what makes I, the dynamic. No, no, I get I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that the Raiders, I don't think the Raiders is after all they've done this offseason, I don't see the Raiders, if God forbid something happens to Derek Carr, I mean, um Derek Carr, um to David Carl. I don't see no, it's Derek. Um it's late. Um <laughs> so anything happens to Derek Carr, I don't think that it's not going to change the outcome of him ever being the only way that Derek Carl can lose that starting position is if he plays to lose that starting position. Injury plague while if he's injured, it doesn't make a difference. I think that they still set set it up for Derek Carl to be their future quarterback going forward, no matter what the success Colin Kaepernick may bring. And the only thing I think that will happen is, is that other teams will now look at Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can see, I can see Oakland or Las Vegas 
parlaying the the opportunity we're like, yo, Houston still sucks. Let's go ahead and trade you for a third round pick and let's go ahead and take Kaepernick off our hands. Yes. I think that, they, that was, have you, has anybody ahead. heard any any results from his workout or or that or that still has not been information has not been put out there. Oh, they said it went well from what I, the the brief snippets. I, they said he he performed very well. Whether or not he, uh, whether or not you know they'll sit there and say let's take a flyer on him. And again, they could sign him to a contract right now, and two days later we're like, all right, we changed our mind. And contract is no good. They do that shit all the time. Just bring him into camp. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. A lot of guys that are walk-ons that don't get drafted get the opportunity to come into camp, and either you make it or you don't. And you go back to be a grocery store clerk. I mean, it's all good. Nothing like being a grocery store clerk. <laughs> but, hey, Kurt Warner, he, 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 he. I know. I know. I know. Say no more, man. <laughs> but I know that the time is 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 flying by, so we're gonna cut it here. Um, I know we could talk more about the NBA Finals when it comes up next week, um, and more NFL news, and maybe the fact that Colin did get signed. Um, but we'll definitely talk more about that. The implode of the Yankees <laughs> and injuries. I mean, <laughs> but we'll talk more and help me talk of this play. Um, but for now, fellas, let them know where they can find you at. You can find me in the front row seat of the Yankees game cheering them on. And he goes, Twitter, Cat Daddy 1963. That's Cat Daddy 1963 on Twitter. And you can find me next to Ace at the front row seat of a Yankees game with a beer in one hand and a hot dog in the other. Cheer on the Yankees. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you can find me at um, on Twitter, Snapchat, and the Gram, J.E. Ross number seven. And a quick shout out to Brittany Garner. Let's get the woman home. She's been away in Russia far too long. Amen. Amen. You can find me rooting for the Dodgers. Um, but I digress. No, I'm just playing. You find me on Twitter, Instagram, I am our quals. Twitter, Instagram, I am our quals. You can also catch Guys Talking Sports. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Twitch TV. We are live on Twitter live. Um, and we're live all over. You can search podcast, Guys Talking Sports, and we are there. We'd like to thank everybody for checking us out. Appreciate all the love and support. Make sure you subscribe. And make sure you chat. Um, we have live chats as well. So make sure you reach out and chat, talk, have a conversation. Any questions that you want to talk about sports related, by all means, just hit us up on the chat and we definitely will talk about it. But for now, we'd like to thank you guys for checking us out. God bless. Have a safe have a safe week. Um, stay safe out there because these, these streets are cold. Um, and we want you to make sure that you guys stay safe. All right. Until then, till next week, guys, take care. Have a blessed one. Be safe. Don't strip on the barbie for me. <laughs>